plea, and, well, I'll give you my thoughts as we go. Let's roll. Welcome to Art History 105, the work of Paul Klee. Uh, last time we did an uh, artist, we did uh, Paul Cezanne. Another uh, famous artist here is this man, Paul Klee, German-born, I'm sorry, German-born in Switzerland uh, from 1879 to 1940. Um, he is one of the most versatile and wide-ranging modern artists, and he experimented in nearly every major avant-garde style, but maintained his distinctive artistic personality throughout. You understand exactly what that means when we show, because nobody would be able to make what he made, and it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it is kind of interesting to look at, and it makes me laugh, but in a good way, not in a bad way. Um, a German citizen by birth, Klee moved to Munich in 1906 to pursue his studies. His mature drawings, paintings, and prints pushed both the boundary between abstraction and figuration, two different styles, abstract and figure art. Um, often these works are populated by whimsical figures who are nonetheless the venue for a sophisticated investigation into lines, colors, and shapes. Uh, Klee taught for many years at the Bauhaus, a famed academy in Weimar dedicated to the fine and applied arts. When the Nazi party came to power in 1933, Klee fled to Switzerland. He was later denounced as a degenerate artist, but he remained in Switzerland progressively unfortunate, failing health until his death there. So. Due to circumstances beyond his control, he had to leave, obviously not of his own will, but he definitely did put together what would become many abstract work. Now, we're going to get into the fun part here. And keep in mind, we've talked about how different styles of work go with different people or just the period of time. So with that being said, <clears throat> number one of my favorites, this is called Rhodes House, a.k.a. The Red House. And it is just that, a red house. Not one of the more strange looking ones of what I found. This one literally coincides with what you think it would be. Now, many times you go to an art museum and you see, excuse me, um, you see the, the title and you look and you don't see anything comparable to what's going on in there. In abstract, that is the norm. Think of people like Picasso who really went out of their way to I don't know, make everything look wrong in what they were doing, but that was really the part of what it was supposed to be class. That was what abstract art is. It's not right or wrong, it is just the viewpoint of it. But this one is a very nice um, and very calm compared to the others version of what Mr. Paul Klee would do. If you guys have any questions as we go through, let me know, you can pop them up there. I will happily go back to the image. Number two. They are calling this one Nakbar Turin, a.k.a. Neighboring Doors. Now we get into what would be called the abstract art. To me, this kind of looks like the top view of an Aztec temple or a bunch of french fries lined up together. Again, these commentary is nothing on the ability of their work. This is just the visual of what it gets. Now, if you do look close enough, you can see that there are one, two, three smaller areas that could be construed as homes and next to those, you have longer lines that would be um, the walls that make the neighbor line, I guess. But this explains, again, what it really means for an abstract artist to do abstract art. That being said, 
What do you guys think? This is a very clever use of lines, shapes, not so much color, because it is basically one general kind of beige off-white, but what do you guys think is the best thing about this guy here? <laughs> Number three. Now we're gonna go into things and make you wonder, hmm, what does that mean? So this one here is called Gockler I'm April, otherwise known as Juggler in April. Now we actually see two people. We have that guy down at the bottom who looks like he's on land, and the guy at the top who looks like he's playing a game of shoots and ladders, possibly juggling on top of, I don't know exactly what he's standing on. Next to him, we see a star, we see the sun, we also see a flag right below, and we see other shapes that could signify either mountains, homes, mesas, or a little bit of everything. We do see some jagged lines that do look like trees. <laughs> but again, to me, what says April, I'm not personally sure. What says juggler, well, the guy on the ladder does have his arms out flat, at least I think those are his arms. That is possibly what the, um, the, the juggling act is. Again, though, think about what you would be drawing or think about what you'd be thinking about at the time. Abstract art really is your, or the eye of the beholder, I should say. The man at the bottom kind of looks like he has a, a little hat on. Is he the juggler? Is the other guy the juggler? That's actually more of my question here. It says juggler in April, but I see two people. So which is the juggler? That just goes to show how art will make you think because that's really the only question I have in my mind, other than why he's on a ladder, who knows? All right, now we have this guy here. This is known as Fragmente, AKA Fragment. And when I say AKA guys, that's a translation to English. The first one is what it was written in German or Swiss, depending on where he was. So this one is called Fragments. Well, we do see part of the person. We see pieces of, I don't know, towers, homes, Kind of looks like giant coffee cups and wine glasses. But again, fragments really is what it says. And I think it is what it is. You see a lot of missing pieces. For instance, on the left side near the top, there is a bell shaped. It looks like it's floating because it looks like the rest of the pole has disappeared. Why the man only has his head and maybe an arm, or maybe he's just levitating something next to him. Again, fragmented. Really cool, really interesting. It really makes me wonder. You also notice that there's actually some symbols. On the, right below the giant red dot at the top left, if you go down, you see an X. Over uh, to the right, you see a purple arrow pointing to the right. And then that arrow is pointing to a plus sign, more likely a cross, <laughs> excuse me, as crosses are used in a lot of art, especially back in the day. So, whether or not the fragment is supposed to mean something to us, obviously it meant something to him, it's really up to you to decide. Again, don't you love abstract figure art? That's what it is. All right, the last one on here, probably one of my favorites, and, well, here we go. This one is, in German, Was für ein Ferd. Again, I probably am screwing those words up. Translates to, what a horse. And yes, that definitely is a horse. To me, it kind of looks more antelope with the, uh, the ears, but again, horse. I also do have to uh, make a comment. The horse looks like he's being sunk in by the person, even though the person looks like they weigh only maybe about 10 pounds. Um, the person on the horse has a 
what I'm going to guess is a whip or a stick, which is something they would use in training horses. Again, not a fan of doing that. But again, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the art here. And of course, everything is very, well, kind of drawn like a fifth grader, possibly. But these are not commentary again. Remember, when I say these things, this is opinion-based and this is not commentary, nor is it made to make you not want to uh, look at this stuff. If you want, you can learn more at the MoMA.org website that I put up in the link. But the things called what a horse, that definitely is some kind of horse. Like, okay, wow. So what do you guys think? Are you a fan of abstract? Cezanne, if you remember that what we did, he did more landscape. He did more actual uh, reality. In, in fact, one of his was the three guys playing poker. He literally memorized three people that he met at a bar, uh, memorized the table, the background, all that stuff, even some dude that was standing behind them, and he copied it down. So realism versus abstract is two very different things. And it's also personal preference. A lot of people prefer more realistic, more photographic, a lot of people like stuff like this, abstract, figuration, all that good stuff. But really, this man was a legend or is a legend for what he did. So thank you so much for watching. What was your favorite part? What artist do you want us to do that we have not touched? We have so many art history classes we can do. So the more you ask, the more we can try to give back to you. Until tomorrow, we have a brand new week of fun. Don't forget, 10 a.m. and around 12.15 every day. We will see you then. Thanks for watching. Stay curious.